Welcome to the latest episode of Property Uncovered with Yopo. I'm your host, Charlotte Salter, and today we'll be looking at what Google can tell us about what people are thinking about the property markets. So today we have with us Steve Anderson, who's Yopa's National Franchise Director, so he knows pretty much everything there is to know about the property market. Um, Steve, can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, so Charlotte, I'm National Franchise Director here at Yopa. I'm responsible for uh, ensuring that uh, the franchises within Yopa produce the the best possible uh, home move for all uh, vendors and buyers across the journey. And how did you end up getting into property? It was uh, over a decade ago now. I, uh, I decided uh, I wanted a change in uh, in what I was doing. I always loved seeing in sales. And I always had a keen interest in the housing market. So, yeah, I went out and, and learned my trade as a self-employed agent myself and, you know, fell in love with it and used all the skills I'd, I'd learned in my previous uh, employments to good use to get to where we are today. Nice. So you've been an estate agent yourself, so you really know what it's like on the ground actually trying to sell houses. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and look, selling houses is great, you know, delivering the dream for for buyers and vendors for, for their, their dream home or their next move, wh- whichever part of the ladder that might be is always very satisfying. And, you know, delivering them the best possible service whilst doing that is also a you know, very, very important to me because most most vendors and buyers, they buy the person selling that their home, you know, person they feel comfortable with, person feel it's going to do the best for them. So, you know, it really is a, it's a more personable transaction than uh, than people realise. Um, and it's very, very important to most most people that they trust who's going to do that for them. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Because I think if you look at it from from quite a distant point of view, you know, selling a house is literally just about selling a pile of bricks but that's really not what it's like at all when people are selling their homes you know they're selling the place maybe that their children grew up in um or where they've kind of formed their own community so it's it is a very sort of personal transaction and you want the person who's selling your home to a really know the local area and be sort of know what you're going through be able to say yeah this is a really hard journey but these are the ways I can support you you literally have this person in your home yeah definitely look it's the biggest asset for for any any consumer uh, to be uh, selling their home and it does come with lots of memories and it and it is it's very very close to people's hearts and uh, a transaction a property transaction can be one of the toughest transactions that you make over a long period of time and you know it's our, it's, it's our role as uh, as agents to ensure that, that transaction goes as smoothly as possible on the subject of transactions and property transactions we know the market for the last year or so has been absolutely wild. House prices have been going up and up. They're starting to slow down now. What's going on at the moment? So, look, the overview of the market was over the back end of 2022, we, we did see things slow up and, you know, they, they slowed up more. Well, from what we can see now, it was more just of a Christmas coming a, a little bit earlier for many people, whilst there was lots of things going on with it, with our government and uh, with mortgage uh, rates, I think a lot of people took uh, more time to think about what they may do with their with their properties and whether they were, were going to choose to sell or go into the market. As we've entered into 2023, the market has, has started off reasonably well. You know, it, it, it's better than we expected at this present moment in time. Uh, we're probably looking at transaction transactions being north of a hundred thousand in January, which is uh, which is. You know, a more normalised market, uh, which is what we what we expected to see. But we actually, 
expected it to possibly grow to a normal grow back to a normalized market rather than start as it has done uh, that doesn't mean that, that that we're totally out the woods you know we've still got some challenges to come uh, but definitely you know there, there is no reason to not be selling your your home today it, it's a pretty normal market um, and you know is what we were all used to seeing pre-pandemic really that's pretty good news, especially considering, you know, if you need to move home for many reasons, whether it's because you want to be in a particular school area, you want to downsize, um, you have a new member of the family coming, so you need to upsize. People are always going to need to move home and the economy, you know, and whatever else is happening, it, it doesn't change that. It doesn't change the fact that, you know, there's always going to be a number of people who are looking for new homes. So that's really good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there's there's different there's different people at different stages on the property market. Whether there's people like you said in bigger homes that will be looking to downgrade. Some of the current energy crisis is making people think about the space that they currently uh, have in their homes and whether there is a need to uh, to to continue with that size of space. You know, like you said, like we said earlier, most people's homes have been family homes for many years and they've become very, very attached to them. So making that decision to, to leave a family home of, you know, for some people, you know, over over 12 to 15 years, at least they'll have been in some of the properties. They, they really, uh, it really is a big move. But some of the current energy crisis that we're seeing at the moment is making people reevaluate whether there should be, you know, heat in these big homes um, and continue as they are. So we are seeing p- some people that are looking to, to downgrade at the moment. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, the number of conversations I have that, that start with, have you put your heating on today? Um, is, is really quite funny. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you've got a big four bed and there's, there's two people that you could call, as people would say, rattling around it in, in the house, you know, it does make you question whether putting that heating on is is, is, is the right thing to do in, in such a large, uh, large area, a large space. So, yeah, definitely people are looking to, to downsize more this year. So, as I mentioned before, what we've done is we've had a look at Google search volumes for the past month. So, what that means is the number of people who have searched for certain words and certain phrases on Google. So, what we've done is just narrowed it down to all phrases and words related to property. So, everything from property auctions to mortgage rates. And we found out how many people have looked for those. And we've ranked them from 10 to 1 in terms of how many people are searching for them. Um, And this is a really interesting snapshot for a couple of reasons. The first is it shows us what people are really interested in at the moment. You know, if you read about something in the news um, or something's on your mind, very likely you're going to Google it to find out more about it. And the second reason it's interesting is because we can compare this to how many people have been searching this in the past. So it gives us a really good snapshot of what's becoming a more popular topic, what people have on their minds more than they used to. And it is very interesting as well how it sort of relates to the news and what's going on in the economy at the moment. And we were going to ask you, Steve, if you could talk to us about these phrases, tell us what they mean um, and give us any insight you might have about them. So the first thing we have on our list at 22,200 searches in one month is property auctions. So that's a, a fair volume of people looking at property auctions. What What is a property auction? Is it the same as when, you know, you see on Bargain Hunt where people go into the auction room and, you know, there's a guy at the front putting a hammer down and people are waving cards or is it something different? 
Uh, look, there's two ways of doing property auctions. We have those property auction specialists that are out there that will do similar to, to what you see um, on the TV. But there's also uh, property auctions that link in with agents like ourselves where it's actually done online. So it's online as well as, you know, in the halls of, of certain places to uh, to see the hammer come down. Um we operate with uh, live auctions and we have certain times that the hammer goes down online. So it is very, very similar. An auction is a, is a way to really secure your sale and get your sale through quicker with regards to generally most people will be looking at a, you know an exchange of within 28 days. Uh, and you do find people have to commit more with putting down a reservation fee prior to. Um, so it, it is, a, it is a, another way to sell your home. So I suppose particularly if your your focus is on moving as quickly as possible because you have a reason that you need to, you know, move on as soon as you can, then a property auction is is probably the way to go rather than a traditional method, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. If you really want to move at pace and you want to really make sure it's it's the most it is the most secure way to to sell your property at this present moment in time, albeit, you know, the the, the normal traditional routes is just as good. Um, but definitely, you know, there's with the reservation fee, you tend to find less fall throughs. So number two on our list, this has the same number of searches, so 22,200. We already know that mortgage rates are being searched for a lot, um, but very specifically the phrase, how much mortgage can I get? So I guess my question is, how can people find out the size mortgage they can get? Well, look, most most good sites, including our own, have got... Um, a mortgage calculator for people to be able to go on uh, to sort of, you know, try and understand, you know, what it is that they could be looking to borrow. You know, obviously that's not 100% because it all depends on people's background and also, you know, some of their personal commitments that they may have at this present moment in time. So there's always people wanting to get a feel for a, a rough amount that they'll be able to purchase that before they, before they start their search. Number three on our list with 27,100 searches on average last month is the Help to Buy scheme. What can you tell us about the Help to Buy scheme? Okay, we do have the the government uh, Help to Buy scheme that actually launched in April 2021 um, and runs until March 2023. Um, and, and look at this present moment in time, there's no, uh, there's no plans for the government to extend that. So, you know, that's definitely uh, something that, you know, people, if they're looking to utilize that way to support and get on the market, that they, they should do now. Uh, but help to buy schemes are not just, it's not just government based. You you find, you know, help to buy schemes with uh, many new homes as well, where they'll support you with, you know, either matching your deposit, half your deposit with uh, with regards to, you know, trying to get on the market, especially for uh, for first time buyers. Which might explain why why people are looking it up. They're looking for that deadline. They've heard the deadline's coming, and they they want to see perhaps if if it's something they they can still take advantage of. Yeah, they want to see what the ins and outs is and, and what it is for them, and, and you know how long they've got before they can jump onto it. Um, but definitely, look, there's loads of other things that first time buyers are doing to help them to buy with you know certain savings they can do through their bank, where you know the, there's higher levels of interest also. I personally have um, helped to buy a scheme account that I opened a couple of years ago. Um, and I really like knowing that I can put money in it um, and I'm going to get some kind of bonus at the end. It's uh, it's very satisfying. Well, the other thing with help to buy means that, you know, our you know first time buyers will have to look for a 5% deposit to be able to get on the market because, you know, they're, they're supported. So, you know, it, it really has been a really great scheme and has helped a lot of uh, first time buyers get on the market. 
Number four is one that I have particular trouble with. I always need to ask someone to explain it to me is equity release, which has about 27,500 people searching for it in a month. What can you do to explain what equity release is? Well, uh, equity release is a, is a means of being able to retain the use of your house, uh, which, which has a capital value while obtaining a, a lump sum of money uh, to support maybe an income stream uh, later on in life. So, so is it that you're kind of selling selling part of your house, but you still get to live in it? Yeah, exactly that. It, it's just helping you to access money that you've built up in your home. So I mean, a lot of people can enjoy uh, the comfort of their retirement. Uh, but you know, look, it does come it does come with a with costs and and can be quite expensive. So it's really important that anyone that does it does take the right advice on that to make sure that they they understand exactly what they're uh, what they're doing. Rather than equity release, you know, a lot of people, you know, really probably would be looking to downsize um, because you're releasing the equity without any potential uh, charges. And I do wonder if the reason so many people are searching for equity release is, again, to do with the rise of the cost of living. So people are sort of looking up what all these things mean. They're seeing if there are ways in which they can release a little bit more capital, which, which kind of makes sense in the economic environment at this time. But as you say, downsizing a more popular option um, and probably comes with fewer risks as well. Yeah, definitely. Number five, and this I think is a bit related to the help to buy scheme in that it's really good for first time buyers, is shared ownership. So we've jumped up. This is quite a big search term. We have 40,500 people on average searching it last month. What can you tell us about shared ownership schemes? Uh, so look, there's many shared ownership schemes. You see it on new build sites. There's always a percentage of uh shared ownership that uh, go on to new build sites to, again, give people that, with the first jump on the ladder the opportunity to uh, to invest in the property market. You know, shared ownership comes at a certain percentage that is retained by the shared ownership provider. And on that on that amount that they retain, you, you pay sort of like a rental on that part of it. So you have sort of like two payments, which is part mortgage, part rental. Can you end up buying the entire house or will you be stuck like that forever? Yeah, you, you can end up buying buying the whole of your house. But what, what you find there is as the value of the property goes up, the, the obviously the value of the part share that you don't own goes up also. So you do end up paying, you know, the, the full price. It's not that, you know, you agreed that percentage at that price and you can just buy it, you know, further down the line. So it's a good way to get on the market. There is a little bit with it where, you know, you have to sell with uh, your shared ownership provider within the first, I think it's anywhere from six to 12 weeks once you, if you do decide to sell it or, you know, obviously you can, you can purchase it outright with them. Normally as well, if you're looking to purchase the other part of it or sell it, you know, you, you have to get a, a proper RICS valuation on that as well, not just a, an estate agency valuation uh, so that, you know, you can get an accurate price. Makes sense. So it has its pros and it has its cons as well. Yeah, definitely. Look, it's a support mechanism, you know, especially with now we've had rising house prices um, over recent years and maybe, you know, the price of houses have, have, have gone out of reach for some people. It, it is certainly that, that and the help to buy our mechanisms to help people to get on the market. So next on our list, we have the capital gains tax, which again is a big leap at 60,500 searches on average in a month. Am I right in thinking this has something to do with how much you might pay on inheritance? Wow. Yeah. But see, it's tax, it's tax on the profit when you sell, isn't it? So, you know, if, uh, you know, you can end up selling property and you end up uh, paying them out of tax on it. So it's, 
it's people people will be searching that to understand what sort of rates and what sort of allowances they've got um depending on you know how big their estate is you know normally a, a single estate it isn't uh, isn't of much concern but if we have investors with you know five ten properties then definitely they'll be uh, very interested in in the capital gains that the tax that they pay you know should they look to sell their portfolios and there's a lot of movement with the mortgage rates and uh, legislation with regards to you know energy performance certificates that would be making a lot of landlords consider their investments at this present moment in time so is it kind of a bit like um income tax and that it's tiered as well yeah yeah it is uh there is there's, there's tiers for basic rate taxpayers as well as there's uh, tiers for your higher or additional rate taxpayers um you know that can you know for your additional higher uh, taxpayers it can be you know up to 28 percent Next on our list, we're getting into the really big numbers here. At 74,000, lots of people searching, how much is my house worth? And I guess this one doesn't surprise me at all because, as we know, house prices have been in the news so much in the last few months. House prices have been rising. Now they're kind of slowing down. Um, it does seem that every couple of months your house may have gone up in value. It, it, it has been changing pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, what, what do you have to say about that? Why do you think so many people are searching how much is my house worth? When you're a homeowner, you're always constantly wondering, you know, how much your your investment's gone up, you know, and thinking about, you know, what equity have you got? Should I make the next move? So, you know, there's a lot of people that, that, that look at how much their house is worth to, you know, they might even be looking at it from a point of view of trying to, you know, reinvest in some money in their property if they're looking to do extensions, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, there's, 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 there's lots of people that uh, that are always wanting to know and, through the the Yopa website, you know, we have a, an automatic valuation tool there, which is really great to get a quick idea of, of, of how much uh, your house is worth. Now, there's many of them tools about, but definitely with Yopa, it gives you an opportunity to also be able to speak with an expert, you know, once you've seen what that that price looks like, because, you know, that could prompt many people to to want to, you know, understand a bit more about you know, selling their property and what, what, what does it entail and, you know, and how do we get there? I think with instant online valuation calculators as well, they're pretty handy because you want to know how much your property is worth, even if you're not necessarily thinking of selling, you know, you want to know how much your home is worth, but you don't necessarily want to have an estate agent round at that time. You're not ready for that. Um, so just getting a quick idea can be really useful. And of course, it's based on things like how much have the properties around you sold for? Um, what's the market like at the moment? So it, it's a pretty good overview of, of what you can expect. But as you say, after that, if you do want to speak to an estate agent, they'll be able to give you something very personal and in-depth as well. They'll be able to say, well, look, you've made this change to your home. You've got this unique feature, for example, um, and that perhaps is going to, to up your price or put it in this particular bracket. Yeah, look, the one thing that the instant valuation tool uh, can't do is is see what your property looks like and, you know, the standard that, that you may have decorated or modern, modernized it to. But definitely getting an expert out to give you a more, probably what I'd say a definitely more accurate figure from, you know, being there in person is definitely something you should look to do, especially if you really are, you know, interested in, in getting on the market and, you know, getting on the market relatively soon. The next phrase on our list is stamp duty with nearly 100,000 searches in one month. That's a huge volume, but it has also actually gone down year on year. First of all, could you tell us what stamp duty actually is? 
so stamp duty is a land tax that uh, you pay when when generally buying a property uh, this present moment in time for properties up to £250,000, the stamp duty land tax rate is, is actually zero. And then what you do is you go up in increments of uh, 5%. Up to the net, up to nine two five, ten percent up to one and a half million, and twelve percent for the remaining portion, sort of over one and a half million. Typically, at the moment, we the government has also got some stamp duty relief for people that are buying their first home, and there's actually no stamp duty up to four hundred twenty five thousand. So they are really trying to support first time buyers getting on the market at this present moment in time. Mm, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to hear about the sort of schemes in place for first time buyers to to help them get on the ladder. Obviously, it's going to be a really big help because it means you you need to save up slightly less money in order to to get your foot on that that first rung. Yeah, definitely. And look, uh, stamp duty also. You know, the, the the rates I just mentioned there are generally for if you're you're buying a, a single property. Um, if you are looking to buy uh, a second pro- second or third or fourth property. They do have additional rates at this present moment in time. And I'm guessing the reason that that searches on stamp duty have gone down a bit is because during the pandemic, um, there was a lot in the news about the stamp duty holiday. And this is a period of time in which the government basically said up to this amount of money, actually, you you will not pay any stamp duty at all. And that was kind of to, to help the property market keep moving. Yeah, look after the after the pandemic, June July 2022, you know, the announced the relief on stamp duty uh, to re- re-energize the the property market after the after the pandemic. And what we saw there was, you know, we saw you know unprecedented uh, demand for people to to sell and buy properties over a long period of time. You know, the the government do use stamp duty uh, quite regularly to to re-energize. Uh, the uh, the property market as you know the savings can be significant you know one of the biggest reasons people search stamp duty at the present moment time is to understand the costs on top of what they're already going to be paying for the price of the property when you link into the the different costs that you have you know linking into the actual sale the conveyancing uh, and the uh the stamp duty land tax yeah, really good point. Um, I mean, I know that one thing our agents always say to to home sellers is, you know, make sure you're you're factoring in all the other things that you're going to have to pay for, as well as obviously the the price you're paying for your new home. Um, so you've got things like stamp duty, conveyancing costs, um, your EPCs, and and everything like that. So it it makes sense that there's so much interest in this kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the cost of selling your property is really important. You know absolutely every bit of detail. And I would say some of the checks on the searches as people now, because stamp duty has changed uh, over the last, you know, three years and people, you know, people don't, uh, and it's not like something they do every year is sell. So some people can, might not have sold for five, six, seven years. And what the stamp duty was back then can be, it's totally different to to what it is now. Um, so it's always something that people have to understand before they sort of make their decision. Number nine on our list at 135,000 searches is mortgage rates. Now, this month, mortgage rates has been searched for more than five times than it was the same time last year. Um, is this something to do with the recent mortgage turmoil? Yeah, absolutely. If we go back to... Uh, uh, Liz Truss and Quasi, you know, back in in September October time with their their mini budget, uh, certainly mortgage rates got got affected heavily back then. 
Um, and ever since then, look, we, you know, we, we've seen them rise quite dramatically. But, but actually, you know, it's good news on mortgage rates at the moment. We are starting to see them sort of come back down. And, you know, we've spent a long time with mortgage rates at levels between, you know, 0 and 1%. And actually, that's against, if you look back to, you know, the early 2000s, like 2000, prior to 2008 and the previous sort of uh, market problems back then, you'll see that uh, the rates that we're sort of coming in at now at uh, between 4 and 5% are actually just sort of normal rates. So again, where I spoke about earlier on about, you know, a more normalized market, you know, we are starting to see more normalized, you know, mortgage rates out there. And even though they are starting to come down, more equity in your property, the more chance you've got of getting a, a better rate. But certainly, yeah, it's something that it is all over the news. You know, we, we've seen the Bank of England increase, you know, interest rates several times. Uh, and definitely it's something that, that people that own homes currently, you know, from a remortgage point of view, as well as, you know, people that are looking to get on the market are searching and really want to understand. And, and I would suggest, look, you know, reach out uh, to a mortgage broker. You know, our mortgage brokers at Scout are, are fantastic. You know, they, they do telephone appointments. So you definitely can have an opportunity to have half an hour to an hour on the phone with one of our one of our brokers who will be able to you know update you on the current market you know look at your current mortgage see what we can do to potentially uh to to move you if you're in a position to move or 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 to give you any advice or you know to be honest with you that you might be on the right deal and one of the better deals than what's out there yeah no that's that's a really good point um and i think it's something we we can't emphasize enough Uh, any agency probably is that all of this stuff can sound complicated but you're never by yourself there are people here who are experts and they can talk you through the whole thing. Buying and selling a home and understanding mortgage rates and things like that. It, it can be really complicated, um, but that's that's what we're here for. That's what your estate agent exists for. So hopefully that takes some stress off people's shoulders when they're thinking of buying and selling. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know, we're talking about... Um, you know, how much your house is worth, you know, definitely reach out, you know, if you're looking to get mortgage rates, want to understand what your house is worth and, you know, see what can be done for you, you know, to potentially move. Yopa are here to support support you. Last on our list, this is the most searched for property term on Google last month is EPC, otherwise known as the Energy Performance Certificate. And that has almost 290,000 searches. Um, I'm guessing this has something to do with the energy crisis and everybody being very aware about how energy efficient their home is. Yeah. Okay. So I can see, you know, the, the top most search for at the moment is EPC, uh, which is really, really interesting in the current climate. EPC is looking at one or two things within the property market at the moment. A, you know, people moving to try and find properties that are more energy efficient with the current energy energy crisis. And also, you know, quite interestingly, is the, the, the new regulations that are going to be coming in for landlords from 2025 for new tenants and from 2028 uh, for existing properties where all properties need to be at a certain EPC rating. So I think there's a lot, lot being searched for in the rental sector at this present moment in time. And look, if we link that into number nine, which is mortgage rates, what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of landlords, you know, with the EPC regulations and with mortgage rates are 
if it's not a complete cash investment they've got there, they're actually looking to see, you know, whether it's now time to, to move some of their assets on. So definitely, you know, EPCs, there's, there's people worrying about efficiency and there's people worrying about, you know, the government regulations that we're coming in soon. And what, what does an EPC do? So when when would you have an EPC? Well, you need to have an EPC to to sell or, or, or let a property. The EPC provides you with a, a rating of, of how certain aspects are performing. For example, your windows, uh, your heating system, you know, to understand what sort of level of performance you, you can expect from from your heating within your property you know if you've got you've got old single glazed windows uh you can have the best heating system in the world but you know you're still going to be seeing that you'll be losing a lot of a lot of the energy that you're, you're paying for within the property and will take a lot more money to to heat it it sounds a little bit like the um sticker i have on my fridge that i can't get off um and it has i think from a to e and it tells me sort of where on the scale my fridge is in terms of performance i'm I'm guessing it's exactly what it is yeah certificate for 10 years that um you know tells you all that it also look they also give you tell you what you can do to move between the different bands so even getting one if you want to improve your home to get it up to a certain level prior to selling to to look to maybe improve the value or the appeal of your home is uh, is something else people could be looking at thanks for that steve that was really really useful we're now going to take a quick break and play a two minute game of property themed would you rather Would you rather live on a canal boat that moves every three days or live in a house that's completely round and has no corners and therefore can't fit normal furniture? Uh, I'd definitely look to live on a canal boat. I'm not sure some of my OCD could cope with a a house that's completely round. (laughs) Very quick answer. I, yeah, you know what, I think that's a good choice. It could be quite exciting to have a new view every three days. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, look, you know, canal boats, they don't move quickly, do they? So it can take you some time to get to your next destination. But there's certainly some, you know, some lovely destinations on the way. Okay, second question. Would you rather have a postman that can never find your house to deliver your parcels or you have to take delivery of every parcel for every person on your streets? I'd rather have a postman that can never find my house to deliver the parcels. <laughs> I'd definitely rather pop out and go and pick it up than uh, and turn in and and do the, the the role of a postman every day. Very fair. You know what? Again, I think I would probably choose that. It makes me sound very antisocial. Um, but you know, I hate it when I'm watching a TV show or reading a book or something, and the postman just comes at the worst time. It's it's always the worst time. Oh, definitely, there's there's lots of parcels getting dropped off now. When you compare, you know now to 10 years ago so I I don't think I'd even get the day job done if I decided to take every parcel. Okay last question would you rather have your entire home decorated like it's the 70s and you have to keep it like that or have really bad internet forever? I think I'd rather have really bad internet forever because you know clearly the the 4G and the 5G masks that we're seeing going up everywhere would give us an opportunity to uh, to still be able to to get on the internet somehow so yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't think I'd like to take my house back to the 70s. Interesting choice. I think I would have to go for having my entire home decorated like it's the 70s. I It's, it's probably my generation, 
but I am so used to having everything connected to the internet. I watch my TV through the internet. I do my work entirely online. Yeah, I don't know if I could cope with with having to use my my mobile in order to yeah, to do well, things. Well, you see, that's that's. I just make sure I'm not at home, so I use everyone else's internet. So that's what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just 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 go to the coffee shop and and drink a lot of coffee, and that's absolutely uh, not too bad. You see, there's a way around it. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, look, don't get me wrong, 70s was a, was a great time for everybody. And look, you could probably say, you know, a lot of stuff from the 70s is coming back uh, currently. You know, see many things coming back. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's probably not something that, that, that I'd, uh, I'd contemplate. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Steve. This has been really, really useful, really interesting. Um, yeah, have a great day. Thank you. You've been listening to Property Uncovered with Yopa. If you're thinking of selling your home, book a valuation with Yopa at yopa.co.uk forward slash valuation. See you next time.